0: Magandang sa inyo lahat. Ako po si Alvin Litton, what, bilang uh, isa sa mga pastors ng Crossroads Church. Kung first time po niyo rito, welcome. Uh it's encouraging to see uh you coming out dito sa area ng Jubal Ali at 9 p.m. Uh truly we can tell na punsan yung heart ninyo is to gather with God's people and corporately worship him in spirit and in truth. Um I'd like to echo yung isang announcement na banggit ni Pastor John kanina. Yes, December 18th po tayo po yung mga gather sa Rascalkaima, para sa our uh, evangelistic uh, gathering, uh, which is yung Christmas Carol. So we are preparing Christmas Carol songs. It will look different uh, than the previous years. Pero ang hopes po natin, may invite natin mga mahal natin sa buhay, mga hindi nang aakil lala sa panginoon, and uh, hopefully that they would come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Uh, there will be limited slots, so we hope na maibigay na namin, ma-open na natin yung registration. So yes, kasama po ang ating mga senior at saka children sa location na yan, So be excited, makakasama natin. And after that, we can all have merienda together all. Uh This is a, one of those events that we really look forward to. So abangan po natin yan. Tayo po ay sa ating sermon series uh Unang Juan or First John, that you may know, yung ating theme or title ng series. John gives series of signs or signposts or marks or tests for his readers to know and be assured of that they are true Christians, that they are in the light, that they have eternal life. So yun yung mga tests na ginagawa ni John sa letter na ito. He uses three types of tests or marks. Uh, napa ulit-ulit po natin makikita sa liham na ito uh, at ito po yung theological test it asks the question do you have faith in the son of god and jenelin po na moral test na kung saan do you, are you obedient sa commands of god and third type of test the na social test or community test do you have the love of God's people. So these are the three types of tests. that we ulit punat natin throughout itong series And one of the tests na makikita will nating yung is in the theological tests, specifically po yung doctrine of Christ. na Christological tests, or doctrine of Christ. If you were with us last week or last Sunday, Pastor Dave Furman and Redeemer Church of Dubai had unpacked yung study ng humanity of Christ. So edifying, so pastoral. If you want a copy of the video, yan, please uh, email Dexter Reyes dexter at dexter.crossroadsdubai.org. And he will send you the link of the video. And it's very helpful and edifying. And it can help us in apologetics when po sa defending the faith of the pag God and nating our Ngayong gabi na ito, we will look at the theological or doctrinal test, kagana nasabi ko. A test that will expose the true nature of the fellowship. It will expose kung saan ba talaga nakaugat ang kanilang uh, fellowship. That's why the main point gabi is this. True fellowship, true Christian fellowship is rooted in the truth about Christ. The Antichrist is rooted in the rejection of that truth. The truth the Christian, the true, true Christian fellowship, is rooted in the truth about Christ. The antichrist is rooted in the rejection of that truth. Again, we have two points and three subpoints. one point number one: a warning. Recognize deceivers and liars. The tatlong subpoints nyan is they departed from the true fellowship of God's people. Second subpoint: they departed from the truth of God's word. Third subpoint. They deceive God's people in departing from the truth. And number two, kung meron warning, meron ng assurance. Meron din assurance sa binigay si John. Yung assurance yan is, is to remember the truth and the anointing from the Holy One or yung Holy Spirit. Let's go ahead sa ating first point. A warning. Recognize deceivers and liars. Verse 18. Children, it is the last hour. Kintuho muna Muli tinawag niyang children ang kanyang mga readers as an expression of fatherly concern sa kanila. At dapat lang po, because yung mga susunod na mga verses is punong po ng babala. Anong klaseng babala po ito? Itong babala na ito ay patungkol sa last hour. Ano po ang last hour? Ang last hour ay nabanggit dito kung saan nagsisimula siya po nung first coming ni Jesus Christ, the incarnation na tinatawag, when God took the form of a flesh, and the whole world is being reminded of that event, that historical event every time December hits. Na? So, yun yung first coming ni Jesus Christ, and all, th- simulanon nung dumating si Christ, yung nasa season ho na yan, yung timeline na yan, yun yung tinatawag na last hour may hintupuyan po yan pagdating ng second coming in Jesus Christ. Okay? To put it in a simple way, nung time na sinulat ni John ang liham na ito, at ang panahon natin ngayon, tayo po'y namumuhay sa tinatawag na last hour. Namumuhay, yung synonymous terms po dito is last days or end times. Yung po yung mga synonymous words na ginagamit sa Bible. Now, how did John know that it was the last hour? Well, simple na sa verse 18. As you have heard, the Antichrist is coming. So now many Antichrists have come. Therefore, we know that it is the last hour. Uh, twice binanggit sa verse 8, Antichrist. So may itinatawag na an- Antichrist, capital A, singular. May tinatag na antichrist small a, plural. So those are two different Antichrists. Yung term na Antichrist ay matatagpuan lamang sa Johannine letters. Pag sinabing Johannine letters, yung first second third john na mga books uh last of first john chapter 2 first john chapter 4 and first john second john chapter 7 ay uh, in so verse 18 sa binasa ko lang ngayon hindi ito bago sa mga mana ng palataya yung sinusulatan ho ni John they've learned or they have heard about this from the old testament book pa uh, na book na tinatawag po na daniel makita po yan from daniel chapter 7 to 9 and you would see uh, spread out hangan chapter 12 so, ano yung makikita natin doon? That God was telling His people na may parating na powerful ruler who will dominate the whole world. A ferocious individual empowered by Satan who will go against the true Messiah. Yun po yung capital A, singular, Antichrist. Okay? Ang Antichrist or yung anti- Sa Antichrist or Anti-Messiah or Anti-Messiah ay may dalawang kahulugan. Unang una, anti could mean the claim to be that person, to claim to be that person. Or second, an opposition against that person. Yung yung dalawang kahulugan po ng ng word na anti. No ano ibig sabihin na Antichrist? It could mean na Antichrist could mean someone claiming to be the Messiah or someone who is going against the Messiah or tries to take the place of the Messiah. Sa ating text po dito, it talks about both. Yung po yung capital A, singular, Antichrist. According kay John, parating pa lang ang Antichrist. So in short, wala pa po dito. Wala pa sa panahon niya, wala pa sa panahon natin. At ang palatandaan na papalapit na ang kanyang pagdating ay ang pagdami ng small letter A, plural, Antichrists. Ang paggamit ng mga ng antichrist means the appearance, ano yung sabihin na ito? the appearance of many who would display traits or characteristics ng antichrist. Okay? Na kung saan hostile towards Christ. Nahalala ko nung bata pa, bata pa tayo sa pananampalataya, madalas po tayong makabasa o makarinig ng mga na mga uh, uh, mga writings patungkol sa mga conspiracy theorists na kung saan daw nila, quote-unquote, kung sino talaga yung antichrist. Uh, yung antichrist daw, itong religious leader na ito. Uh, and and they, they've they written so many articles patungkol sa religious leader at kaso namatay. Ay, hindi pala yan. Sabi niya, hindi, ito yung political leader. It'll... And honestly, I was looking at sa mga videos uh, online hanggang ngayon, ganun pa rin sila, trying to look Kasi look for yung antichrist na tinatawag sa Bible, Bible. Now, hindi pinanggit ni John ang antichrist upa sa verse na ito, sa passage ito, upang hulaan kung sino ang antichrist. That was not his focus. Kaya dapat hindi po ito ang ating maging focus. Okay? And if I may add, John's focus was to warn them about individuals who possess antichrist characteristics. That, yun I'm warning you sa mga tao which these are false teachers or false prophets and my antichrist characteristics the, who are inside the local congregation who are inside the local church At para identify nila or even test them kung sila um, John gave three marks in our passage to identify kung sino sila. And if I may add, the presence of the character of the Antichrist is everywhere. At maaaring meron din sa presence ng Church, ng Crossroads. So, paano natin malalaman, paano natin malalaman kung sino sila? Paano natin malalaman kung hindi ba tayo yun? First mark or test. They departed from the true fellowship of God's people. Makikita verse 19. They departed from the true fellowship of God's people. Mga nila dati ito sa church, yung mga tao na ito. They profess that they believe in Christ. They were baptized probably together. Kasakasama nila sa communion. Uh, they take communion together naging member ng church naglilingkuran sila sa ministry mukha naman sila nag persevere alongside you in the midst of suffering ba okay to they sang songs together worship the lord corporately ate merienda together were ministering to each other ang mga anak nila sabay-sabay nang lumaki magkalaro nga actually mga anak namin they have a relationship towards one another Magkakaibigan ito. They love these people. They admire these people. There's a certain influence itong mga tao nato sa kanilang buhay. Probably they are the ones who brought them to the fellowship. Kaso, ano nangyari? Slowly, nagkaroon sila ng panalameg. Dahan-dahan umiiwas sa fellowship. Naiba ang kanilang paniniwala. Hindi sila naging contented. Nawala-nawala in nawala contentment nila sa katuruan, sa iglesia. Nabuo ang paksyon among them, among them at lumisan. Yun po yung nangyari. These people excommunicated themselves. They have excommunicated themselves from the church and stopped believing and living the truth. And dahil jan ito ang sinabi ni John sa verse 19. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us, but they went out that it might be complained that they all are not of us. Well, umalis sila rito. Hindi talaga sila kasama sa atin. Hindi talaga sila naanib sa atin. Hindi talaga sila nabibilang sa atin. Ah, te- teka muna, Pastor. Teka muna, ha? Ano ibig sabihin nito? Ibig sabihin ba nito na wala ang kaligtasan nila? Dati silang Christian, tapos na wala ang kaligtasan? Yung ba ang ibig sabihin na ito? Dati silang naging Christian, tapos naging un-Christian, if you may. Dati silang niligtas, dahil ba na mali yung paniniwala nila, biglang nawala ang kaligtasan? Yung ba sinasabi natin dito? Kasi dating kasama ngayon, wala na. Dahil hindi na nakasama, nawala ba ang kaligtasan? Paglabas ng pintuan na yon? Hindi po. Hindi po nawala ang kanilang kaligtasan. Ayon sa Roman hindi you know, na wala ang kaligtasan. Ano? Ayon sa Romans, Chapter 8, verse 29 to 30. Let, let, let me say this again. Let, let me rephrase it this way. Hindi nawawala ang kaligtasan. Hindi nawawala ang kaligtasan. Kasi sabi po yan sa Romans 8, 29 hanggang 30. Lahat ng tunay na sumampalataya kay Kristo are justified and will never ever be cut off from salvation. Yung po yung sinabi ng salita ng Diyos. Then, know ibig sabihin ni John sa verse 19? It seems like wala ang kanilang kaligtasan. Well, John, here's what John is trying to say. They were never saved in the first place. You sinasabi ni John. Hindi sila talaga ligtas sa simula pa lang. They may have learned the songs, they have learned the prayers, they have built relationships, they've become part ng community, lahat ng events served in the ministry, Pero the truth is, they, the, it was never real. Hindi sila nagpatuloy. Hindi talaga sila tunay na kristyano. Ang ebidensya na hindi sila tunay na kristyano ay ang paglisan nila sa tunay na fellowship ng mga mananampalataya. Parang ang bigatata niya ito. Anong, ganun ba yun? Naalala niyo ba yung uh, 1 John chapter 1 verse 3? Kunsan ba talaga naka-angkla? Ang fellowship ng mana ng pala na mga tunay na mana ng palataya scroll to your to your uh bibles of 1st john chapter 1 verse 3 and i'll be reading it for us you na honestly though ang sinabi that which we have seen and heard we proclaim to you and here it comes so that you too may have fellowship with us so nakabase sa ng fellowship and indeed our fellowship is with the father and with the son jesus christ if tunay na fellowship sila sa atin, mga mananampalataya, sinasabi ni John, then ang fellowship talaga nila ay naka-ampla sa Panginoon. Ang pag-alis nila sa fellowship is really a rejection of fellowship ng father and son. True believers' fellowship is with the God of the Trinity to depart from or even reject a community that was birthed out and united by Jesus Christ and His Gospel, according po kay John, is a distinguishing mark of the character of an Antichrist. Habang tumatagal ako sa pag-aaral ng salita ng Diyos, habang tumatagal po ako na naglilingkod sa iglesia na ito, mas lalo ko po nauunawaan ang kagandahan at kahalagahan ng isang local church sa isang palataya. When you become a member ng Crossroads Church of Dubai, we have agreed to be responsible to affirm one another's gospel professions and to oversee one another's discipleship. We are responsible sa kapakanan ng paglago ng bawat isa kay Kristo. You and I have a responsibility to watch over yung growth ng bawat isa. Ang main discipleship means ng isang senior pastor na katulad po natin is through the preaching of God's Word sa pulpit. And you have a responsibility to also, in a way, be accountable sa akin in a lot of things. That's why I praise God sa mga kapatid na nagme-message sa akin at kinakamusta ang paglakad ko sa Panginoon. Mga members who call me and ask me if I am fighting sin Well, at kung lumalakad ako ng may kabanalan. Praise God for these, these people. Members who take the time to share their helpful and loving comments sa aking mga preaching. Asking me questions to confirm if I still held on to the truths of Scripture. Members who lovingly correct me if needed. Because of that, I felt love. Because of that, I know that our church is growing in in gospel discipleship, in discipleship, here's my question sa ating nayong gabireto. Na mga kapatid, and I'm addressing mga kapatid sa Panginoon, may responsibilidad tayong tayong pangalagaan, pangaralan, at pagingatan ang bawat isa. And one of the ways we protect the purity of the gospel in our church is by being accountable sa bawat isa. Mga kaibigan, are you concerned sa mga kapatiran natin dito sa crossroads na hindi na natin nakakasama sa corporate gathering? Na hindi na natin masyado nakikita? Do we pray for them? Do you open your membership directory and go through the names and faces and pray? Have we reached out to them? Do we know ang nangyayari sa kanilang buhay, kung bakit hindi natin sila nakakasama? How far are you willing to go para sa ating mga kapatiran? Are you willing to be inconvenienced? To be awkward? To be awkward in starting that conversation or that, that, that WhatsApp message? Are you willing to be offended, rejected, and even wronged or accused? sa so, pag-uulit mo mag-follow up. Sa so, mga kapatid naman na na maybe you are listening through yung ating media, uh, YouTube channel. Sa so, mga kapatid na nakakaligta sa ating weekly gathering. Who have not mga kapatid natin na who have not reached out to any members or to any elders and and have not been gathering since the time that we started. I'm addressing this to us, to you. Let me remind us a stern warning ng Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. And here's the warning. Not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Do not Neglect the gathering. That is a direct command. Kanino sa church members in this context, in our context. Kapatid, what is your heart reason for not coming to the gathering? Uh, I I heard uh, from from pastor friends na pung saan na, we are blessed, thou, to gather. Dito on a Thursday night at 9 p.m. And, and it's true, it is a blessing. And, and they continued. it's because to our knowledge, kayulang ang Tagalog speaking church who are able to gather in Dubai. And I praise God for that, for such opportunity nabinagisatin ang panginoon. Apatid, what's, for those of us who have not been coming. What is your heart reason for not coming to this gathering? Is it fear? Is it inconvenience? May katampuhan ka ba? Do you disagree sa theology or leadership direction in church? Are you in sin and are in hiding? I encourage you, reach out to your elders. Huwag po tayo manatili sa situation na yan. Ang pag-depart ng mga tao na ito sa context ng sulat ni John, ang pag-depart nila sa church who believes and preaches the true gospel ay ginawang mark ni John sa verse 19 to identify that they have no true fellowship with them. They're not true Christians. You do sinasabi ni, ni John. Medyo mabigat. However, uh, maybe some of you also are asking, So, ibig sabihin mo, Pastor, pag ako ng church, may spirito na ako ng antichrist, yung sinasabi mo? Well, it depends. Maring yes, maring no. There is a time, though, that one should leave a church. Of course, before you leave the church, uh, that would, you exhaust everything uh, before, you do, before you do that. But let me mention a couple of reasons, legitimate biblical reasons na hindi magpatuloy sa church. And this is in the context of exhausting conversations with the elders and, and maraming long process of talking to your leaders. Ito po yan. I'll mention two of many. Here's our legi- biblical legi- legitimate reasons. One, if the church and its preachers are preaching heresy, kapag hindi na naaayon sa salita ng Diyos, That's a good indication. And second, if unholy living is tolerated sa church na yan, never exercise church discipline, continuing in mga leaders, in every area may immorality sa ng church, parang in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, and they are proud of it, dapat pinaalis na. Those are at least two of many reasons that you can leave the church. And of course, these are last resorts. Apart from these two reasons, at least, John, verse 19, used it as a mark that they're not true Christians nung umalis sila. Now, that's strong. Well, it's because of the reason why they departed. That's why it's strong. Anong reason kung bakit sila umalisin? yung second point? They departed from the truth of God's Word. Hindi lamang sila umalis sa tunay na fellowship kasi umalis sila sa tunay na paga na salita ng salitaan ni yung poin na yari rito verse twenty two to twenty three who is the liar uh, but he, who is the liar but he who denies that Jesus is the Christ this is the antichrist he who denies the Father and Son no one who denies the Son has the Father Babigat po ito Ang dahilan kung bakit nila inexcommunicate ang kanilang mga sarili, it's because they have departed from a major doctrine. A major doctrine. They rejected the doctrine of Christ. Na si Jesus ang Messiah, God's Son, na nagkatawan-tao, na namatay sa sa cross para sa kabayaran ng kasalanan ng karamihan. At muling nabuhay sa ikatlong araw. they the re, They rejected the person and work of Jesus Christ. To deny the Son is to deny God the Father. Why? because it was God the Father who sent the Son. It was God the Father who bears the testimony of the Son. It was the fa- the Son possessed the very essence of God the Father. So to to reject the Son is to reject God the Father. If we do not confess Jesus is Lord, according to Romans ten, this is the spirit of the Antichrist. Again, Second John. Uh, verse 7 for many deceivers have gone out into the world, those who do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. Such a one is a that is the deceiver and the antichrist. But some might say Nanimala Jesus as Christ, Pastor, or naman ako that Jesus is Messiah. Hindi naman ako, hindi, hindi ko naman dini-deny na, na si God the Son and God the Father. So, ibig sabihin is, Antichrist ka God? Yung ba yun? Eh, naman ako eh. It's true. People will say that. I tried sharing the gospel to several people and yun ang sinasabi nila. Tinanggap ko naman si Cristo. Kilala ko naman si Cristo. May relasyon naman ako sa Dios. Rarely would he talk to people Nasasabi nila na wala, wala, hindi ako naniniwala na si Jesus ay Christ, ay, ay the Christ. Pag ganun po ang situation, we need to keep asking questions. We need to keep asking questions about those, about their claims. In po ang gawin natin. Okay? Is the Jesus Christ, we believe, the Jesus Christ of the Bible? So here's a good question to ask. Is and ask them, Is he the God who took on flesh, lived a sinless life, willingly gave his life on the cross for the sins of many? Did he resurrected on the? Did he resurrect on the third day? Do you believe that anyone who trusts on him and his finished work on the cross will be forgiven, will be saved, will be a child of God, will have eternal life? That one day he will." Once again return in all his glory truly man and truly God he will judge the world and come for his people Yamba and Jesus Christ na pinaniniwalaan mo You have to go specifics you have to go through those specifics Is this the Jesus I'm talking to you now is this the Jesus that you believe And if you say yes Praise God. If you are hearing this for the first time, there is a response na upon hearing that news. That we must repent from our sins of trusting ourselves as the Messiah ng ating buhay or Savior ng ating buhay and turn to Jesus Christ, the ultimate Messiah, for your salvation and forgiveness of sins. So, brother, friends, repent from your sins and trust Jesus. Friends, listen, any misrepresentation of Christ's nature, person, and work constitutes an antichrist attitude. Anyone who rejects his humanity or deity has an antichrist attitude. Uh, Alam ko, you grew up in in, in hearing mga tao who claims na siyang anointed son of God, who claims sa si Jesus ay tao lang, who claims sa si Jesus ay just lang. Hindi ho pwede yung claims na yon. That is but a spirit of the Antichrist. Jesus is fully man and fully God. You cannot divorce that. He is not He did not reincarnate na ulit ang sarili niya o nagkaroon ng reincarnation, at biglang lumabas po siya sa Davao. Hindi po yun oh That is the spirit of the Antichrist. These people excommunicated themselves, left the church, and they didn't they at hindi po nahintuyan dito. Bakit hindi na pa ito? third mark. Because they deceive God's people in departing from the truth of His word. Look at John's warning sa mga Christians of verse 26. I write these things to you about those who are trying to deceive you. Hindi lamang sila tumiwalag sa fellowship, sa tunay na fellowship ng mga believers. Hindi lamang sila tumiwalag sa katotohanan na katuroan ni Kristo. Ngayon naman nang hihikayat pa sila sa mga kakultuhan nilang tinuturo. Hindi una. Una, umalis, naniwala sa mali, ngayon sumama kasamin. Alam mo, meron kaming certain enlightenment na, na revelation na galing sa just na hindi alam ni Apostle John. Pwede niyo maalaman yan. Pwede niyo matutunan yan. At eto naman ang mga kawawang Kristiyano who are faithfully holding on to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Is it, ito not nagdala sa akin dito eh. Tama kaya siya. And then they start to become confused and concerned and anxious. Friends, the spirit of the Antichrist will continue to deceive God's people. We should always exercise a discipline ng watch and pray. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. I want that to echo and resonate and reverberate in your hearts and minds as you walk out of this door. Watch and pray. Jesus instructed His disciples in Matthew 26, 41, Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The Spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. John, Peter and Paul said the same thing, that we should exercise moral, theological vigilance and watchful prayer. Be vigilant mga kapatid sa mga pangangaral na naririnig nyo sa pulpit na ito. Be vigilant sa mga naririnig nyo katuruan, sa loob ng Bible study group ninyo. Be vigilant. Be vigilant sa mga pinakikinggan ng mga kaibigan o sa buhay not, 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 sa YouTube or sa anuman medium sa social media na kung saan sinasabi si Raraway mga ngaral. Be vigilant. Be vigilant na hindi sikat yung author na minabasa mong libro hindi mo nakikwestiyonin. Be vigilant. I urge you to be bold in clarifying things sa akin, sa mga nadinig nyo sa preaching ngayon. Don't be afraid kay pakas. Si Pastor yan, ni Pastor yan. Hindi magkakamali yan. And from there, you are putting yourself, setting yourself up in danger na mapunta sa maling katuroan. Kung ganun ang attitude natin. Be prayerful. We need the power, guidance, and discernment ng Spirit ng Panginoon. These are the marks of the false teachers. Pero hindi iniwan ni John ang kanyang readers with warnings, but also a couple of assurances, which is your number two and last. An assurance. Remember the truth and the anointing from the Holy One. Verse 24 and 25. Let what you heard from the beginning abide in you. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, then you too will abide in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that He made to us eternal life. Na ni John ang kanyang mga readers about the uh, na na, pa, na pagkaingatan nila ang kanilang mga puso sa mga naririnig at na, natututunan katutuhan mula pa nung una. Ingatan niyo yung mga narinig niyo pa noong noon pa. This refers sa mga basic apostolic teachings or truths about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Gaya justification by faith alone at ang paggawa po ng good works bilang ebidensya na ikaw ay anak ng Diyos. Sabi ni John, apang niyo yung mga katuruan niyan, yan, yung narinig niyo, For us to persevere and finish strong bilang mga kristyano, ganun din po. Kailangan natin pang hawakan maigi ang mga katotohanan. Na, na itinuturo sa salita ng Diyos, lalong lalo na po ang Ibanghelyo ni Kristo. Kailangan natin bantayan mabuti ang ating mga puso at isipan laban sa mga bula, ang doktrina patungkol kay Kristo. Dahil may mga, may, here's the truth, may mga panahon po tayo na tayo po ay, 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 ang laman natin ay hinihikayat tayo na papalayo sa naisin ng Banal na Espiritu. Hindi po ba? May mga panahon na ganon. Nangyayari ito kapag nagsisimula na magduda sa autoridad ng salita ng Diyos. Kapag nagdududa na tayo sa kakayanan ng, ng Panginoong Heso Kristo a na Espiritu. For us to persevere, dapat patuloy nating panghawakan ng katotohanan ng salita ng Diyos at ng helio. That is why we keep reminding ourselves of the Gospel. To preach the gospel to ourselves. Don't you know that preaching the gospel to ourselves is a spiritual discipline. It's a spiritual discipline. Kapag tayo ay natutokso, panghihinaan ng loob, o kaya naman napapaalalahanan ng mga nagawa po natin, natin ngayon. Look to Christ's cross and empty tomb. Yun po yung spiritual discipline. Reminding ourselves that Christ paid it all. Death and resurrection gave us new life and gave us new purpose. Remind, refresh yourself with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Constant reflection of the gospel affects the way we think. It, it, it affects the way we live and respond to situations and in loved ones and with difficult people. It also protects us from the alluring deceptions of false teachers. According po sa counsel ni Paul David Tripp, he says, we must make it a daily practice to one, gaze on the beauty of Christ. Number 2, remember who we are as a child of God. Third, rest in his power and provision and then four, act in reliance upon him. Yan po nakakalimutan natin minsan bilang mga mananampalataya eh. Yung 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 itong term na to, yung beholding the beauty and majesty ni Christ. The more you behold who yung yung kagandahan and yung grandeur, yung laki ng Panginoon, ang kagandahan niya, you would think less of yourself. You will feel small and humbled that you would see na yung mga concerns mo pala na, na inakalaan natin na pagkalaki-laki, e wala pala ito sa harapan ng Diyos. That's why it's important to study God's Word. It's important to to intentionally invest on good materials enroll on classes na pwedeng makatulong sa atin sa paglago sa pagkakauunawa natin sa Panginoon kasi darating ang Panginoon panahon po na ikaw lang mag-isa na madilim na, na kanina tao ka nang tao and all of us are mabilis nagpalit yung bigla ka na lang hindi mo maintindihan na parang anlungkot-lungkot mo na parang na-depress ka friends nangyayari sa ating lahat yan. that is the time you refresh yourself It's sa gospel ni Jesus Christ. That you go look away from yourself and focus on this this great God who is in control ng buhay mo. That you deserve absolutely nothing He gave you everything when He gave His Son. We deserve nothing. meeting so I have this conversation with them. And we're talking about yung grace ng Panginoon, yung gifts ng Panginoon. And, and I said, you know what? Yung kaligtasan lang. Just knowing that the Lord saved me is already yung price natin. And he agreed. And any answer, any answered prayer na ibibigay niya according to his will, bonus na lang yun. Bonus na lang yun. Kahit hindi niya ibigay. Kung binigay niya, praise God. But the real prize, the real prize is Christ. That's the prize. That's the focus. That's how we persevere. Verse 27. Not only should we we remember the truth, but also be reminded that we have been anointed by the Holy Spirit. Verse 27 talks about that. Jud reminds his readers that all true Christian had received the Holy Spirit. Lahat of mga mananapolitaya ay may Holy indwelling Holy Spirit. At dahil ang Holy Spirit ay nasa kanila, the Christian can discern what is true and what is false doctrine. Yano pakakaiba pagi ko nang just you have the Spirit of God, you can discern. Hindi na ngaulugan na hindi na nila kailangan ng mga tunay ng mga ngaral na salitaan ng Diyos para maintindihan nila mga bagay. Kailangan pa rin po nila yan. Pero bakit binanggit ni, ni John yan dito? Naya parang hindi mo na kailangan ng mga ngaral. na nabanggit ni John yan sa verse 27 upang uh, patamaan ang mga bulaang mga ngaral na kung saan sinasabi na may special anointing sila at hindi kailangan na kailangan ng mga katuruan na salitaan ng Diyos kasi ni-reveal na ng Panginoon. So this is a direct attack sa mga mga bulaang mga ngaral na ito. The reason, uh, ang, ang sinasabi ni John, lahat ng tunay na Kristiyano ay pinagkalooban na ni Cristo ng Holy Spirit. At dahil sa ang Holy Spirit resides about mananampalataya, they would easily discern truth from error. Yung truth na ito ay naituro na ng apostles sa kanila about Christ na kanilang pinaniniwala, na kanilang tinanggap at pinahawakan. Okay? John is building their confidence in God's Word and in God himself he was giving them assurance why Because napahinaan sila ng loob eh yung mga nagmentor sa kanila yung mga yung mga kasamahan nila sa church na akala nila walang hiwalayan sa church the very reason yung unity nila is yun na nabuwag i've spoken to many people who are asking me about when is the time to leave the church and and meron kaming inexcommunicate pwede ba namin makipag-usap sa kanila pwede bang kaibigan kahit na inexcommunicate sa church First first Corinthians chapter 5 says no not even eat why because the only the only reason why my fellowship kayo is si Christ at dahil itong mga tao na to held on to a belief na si Christ ay hindi god took away the very foundation of your fellowship if hindi si Christ ang foundation ng relationship ninyo then anong foundation ng relationship ninyo Nostalgic masasaya. that's not going to cut it. The reason why we are here and growing as a church, kahit nakakakataan na tayo ng mga flaws and weaknesses, is because the very foundation is Christ that puts us together. Same encouragement and assurance ang binigay sa atin ni John. Our fellowship is not a fellowship of people na mahilig magkape. Odo, maraming, makikilala ko na maraming mahilig magkape dito merienda, or sentimentalism. Our fellowship is birthed out from, from and united by Christ and His Gospel. A fellowship that is built around the truth of God's Word and empowered by the Holy Spirit. True Christian fellowship is rooted in the truth about Christ. The Antichrist is rooted in the rejection of that truth. Father, we come to You with fresh fresh hearts uh, revived by your word. Adalain ko, Panginoon, ang mga katotohanan na aming nadinig na ay patuloy na sariwain ng aming puso at isipan at bigyan po kami ng kalakasan na mahalin lalo ang aming mga kasamahan dito sa Crossroads. Evidences that we love you and we have a relationship with you if we continue to have fellowship Loving, sacrificing, pouring our lives about what isa. I pray that you would strengthen yung yung fellowship ng mga mga kapatiran dito. And I pray na ikaw ang maging ultimate core and foundation ng amin fellowship. Kasi kung hindi ikaw, Lord, then we are fellowshipping for the wrong reasons. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.